What's happening, folks? It's Taurus Baker, known to my family as Kiki, and my brother, Corey Jordan. Welcome to another episode of Apple Doesn't Fall podcast. Apple Doesn't Fall is a podcast inspired by that old phrase, an apple doesn't fall far from the tree. However, in this case, the apple represents a member of one's family, and the tree represents the family unit itself. So no matter if a family member passes away, moves away, or is still at the center of the family, family legacy and heritage can still stand strong. We wanted to capture and archive some of the stories about our family, the Jordans and the Bakers that hail mostly from Huntsville, Alabama. However, we've got family all over the country that we'll be speaking to as well. What's happening, Corey? How you doing, brother? What's happening, good brother? Doing all right. Now, in this episode, we have been blessed to have one of the elders in the Jordan family. She has a lot of rich history, not only about the family, but she's got a really interesting story herself. Mrs. Hattie Jordan, our Aunt Hattie, which is our grandfather's sister, joining us today. Now, Miss Hattie, Aunt Hattie, we're going to ask you roughly about 15 questions or so, and then we're just going to let her Talk about her life the way that she sees fit in her own words. How are you doing this morning, Aunt Hattie? I am doing fairly good this morning. My worst times of day is in the early morning when when I get up. Well, you sure look good. You may getting up in the morning look good because I ain't seen you in a long time. And you look real good to me. <laughs> I think you're just being nice. <laughs> you being nice, A.T. You're beautiful. <laughs> so like I said, A.T., we're going to ask a couple of questions, and feel free to answer however you like. Um, and we'll start with your name. What is your full name, and is there a story behind why your parents gave you that name? I'm going to tell you about that name. My name is Hattie Sue. Hattie Sue, you know the Jordan part. <laughs> okay. Are you named after somebody, ain't Hattie? My mother's name is Hattie. Okay. So basically, you are Hattie Jr. then, huh? <laughs> I don't know, but my mother's name is Hattie, and her birthday was the same as mine. It was wow. the same as yours? Uh, yes. Okay, so it would make sense to name you after her if you guys had the same birthday. I didn't know that until I grew up, uh, until I was up, had grown into life for a while. I didn't know I was named, she was up, they, her name was the same as my name, and the birthday was the same as my birthday. But I think only at the grave site, I don't think they have her birthday the same as my birthday. But her birthday is the same as mine. Okay, well, let me, let me ask you, Aunt Hattie, then what is your birthday? What month, day, and year were you born? I was born April 25th, 1925. April 25th, 1925, okay. And can you tell us where you're from? I am from Huntsville, Alabama. What was it like growing up in Huntsville back in the 1930s? 
1930. When you were growing up, what was it like living out in Huntsville at that time, A.T.? I know it probably was kind of strange. You know, I don't know, but we lived on a large farm. And I imagine we just worked in the field and we had cows and horses and everything, all animals, that type of thing. We had animals from chickens, hogs, uh, uh, horses, all that stuff. Did you? You said you worked out in the fields. Yeah, we had to work in the field. Was nobody else to work in the fields? So, what kind of stuff were you picking out in the fields? Like, what kind? What kind of vegetables were you picking? Cotton? Oh, kind of oh, thing? yeah, we had all kind of garden vegetables. We had everything. In the garden, we had a huge orchard with all type of fruit trees. That was that was amazing. I liked that. So, what what, what was your favorite type of fruit? If you guys had like fruit trees on the farm, the, the big peaches that was big as the great big peaches, great big you could just pop them open with your hand. Wow. Uh huh. We had great big. We had fruit all the year. And the house that was built, it had a storm cellar where we had we, we had shells down in the storm cellar where we canned fruit and vegetables. We canned mother canned fruit and vegetables and plate. They were placed on the shelf in the in the storm cellar. You could use it as a storm cellar, and you could use it as a place to put fruit. When you can fruit. So you're preserving your fruit all year long down in the storm cellar, huh? Uh, you stored fruit and vegetables, canned okay. vegetables. Now, let me ask you this, Ain't T. Tell me uh, about your parents. Who was your mama and who was your daddy, if you don't mind me asking? My mother was Hattie Lewis. Jordan. My dad was Willie David Jordan. Okay. Do you know what your mother's maiden name was before she married? Willie David Jordan? Her name was... Yeah, I know. I can't really think of it right now. Okay. Okay. Now, how many siblings did you have and what were their names? Oh, uh, my name was Hattie Sue. Uh, I'll go from my name up. Yeah, go, go. If you remember, go from the oldest child down to the youngest child. Do you remember the procession of age uh, of your brothers and sisters? My sister, oldest sister was Mary Frances. Mary Frances. And the next was, I guess, I. I think the next one was Willie Howard or Elizabeth. Okay, Willie Howard and Elizabeth. Right, and then Johnny and Frank. Okay. And those those are the only siblings. Isn't that five? 
How many is that? I think Ruth is probably one of the sisters as well, right? Yeah, Ruth comes next, then Zima. Okay. You want the full name Zima Louise and Ruth Esther. Okay. Now, growing up, who would you consider your closest sibling? Out of all your brothers and sisters, who do you think you were closest to? Really, I was close to uh, all uh, all the siblings. I think which one was the closest? I guess Willie Howard was the closest because he would come in from school and, you know, we had the regular stove that you cooked with wood. We didn't have electricity. And that stove, he would fix bacon and eggs, and then I would try to get some eggs, and he would get so upset. <laughs> he would come in and cook while we were there, while I was there. I would try to eat some of the food. But he would have that food so cooked so good, and... And I don't know how he cooked so fast. I, he would fix bacon and eggs most of the time. But he was a good cook, huh? Was he good? Uh, yes, he was good. He was coming in from school late. Uh-huh. Okay. So let me ask you something about the, uh, the, uh, the farm that you were raised on, right? The farm that... Um... It was a huge farm. All those houses you see. In the condominium, like when you come to Ruth's them right now, those that those were cotton fields and corn fields, and 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 all that was our farm. All that in far back as you could see, you could you wasn't able to see the whole farm part. It was that big, huh? Uh, right, you saw up there in the mountain. Well, back over on the other side of that mountain was the other part of the farm. It was like a thousand, like a, I said it was a thousand acres. I know it wasn't that much, but it was just like a thousand. We had a huge farm. And, you know, to cultivate that, we didn't have tractors that, that that type of cultivation, they cultivate the products. You had to have mules and horses and plows. Did you know that? No, Auntie, I didn't know that. How do you think you cultivate all that farm? We had cotton, corn, cane. we had sugar cane. And grind the cane. We made the syrup right there on the farm. So let me see. Let me see if I got this right. I didn't hear that we had sugar cane on the farm. There was sugar cane on the farm too. We had sugar cane on the farm. We cut the cane and ground it and made made our molasses a syrup. We made the syrup from the sugar cane on the farm. Now, one thing I want to ask you about, Auntie Hattie. I'm pretty sure you got some information on this is the yeah. house that Willie David built. You know, oh. any, can you talk about that house a little bit? 
Oh, it was it was a big, big house, large house. It wasn't that big. We had, uh, as I said, we didn't have the electricity and all. We had a fireplace. We had a chimney in the fireplace. The fireplace was heat that we had a lot of wood, of course, and the wood that we had the wood on the fireplace. They had to cut the wood to put on the fireplace. The fireplace was was would heat that whole house uh, uh, upstairs and downstairs. The fireplace didn't heat as well upstairs. Now that's that's what I was going to ask next, Saint T. I was wondering if that fireplace heated up the whole house because if I remember right, there were two rooms upstairs, right, and two rooms downstairs. No, you didn't see that house. You didn't see the house I grew up in. Okay, t- tell me about it, Ain't T. I was telling you about it. <laughs> about, about it, it, it had the big uh, storm cellar. That's what we called it, storm cellar. But it would house canned vegetables and fruit. It would house, it was more than a storm cellar. But we did use it as a storm cellar when we had those big storms and tornadoes. We did use them in there uh, as a storm cellar. Okay, let, let me ask you one, one more question, um, A.T. Um, you know the house that your brother Frank lived in, right? That rock house? That wasn't the same house that you guys were raised in? No, no, but that house, was, what I was raised in wasn't a rock house. Okay. Uh-uh, no. Was this the house that was burned down? Right. That was the house that was burned. Now, can I ask, um, why was that house burned down, ain't he? Do you remember? Why? Oh, I don't know exactly why it was burned down. But do you know how it happened? Or what? You know, you know how the house was, you know, why? Uh, how the house burned down? Was it an accident? Somebody maybe left the stove on and the fire got everywhere? Do you know how it happened? No, I don't know exactly how it happened. It's okay. Just, I don't know how that happened. Gotcha, Aunt T. So, Aunt Hattie, what's your earliest childhood memory? I just know my childhood memory. I I don't know. Right now, I don't really know how. Uh, can I get say this? Can I say I don't, I'm living a different, two lives. Can I say that? Absolutely can. Yes, you can. I can. I didn't know whether that is permissible or not. <laughs> that's, that's perfectly fine. So, Auntie, can you tell me a little bit about, because um, I want to know about my great-granddaddy, Willie David. And uh, my, my great-grandmama, Hattie. I, I ain't really heard a whole lot about them, and I want to learn about my family. The good and the bad. It ain't all got to be good, ain't it? But uh, whatever you can share is what well, we want to hear. Well, my mother, I think, was the best. My daddy wasn't so good. Daddy was rough? Willie David was, was a tough man? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we had to work too much. We had to work hard. Mm-hmm. That was that was really bad. That was really bad for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how 
but working in the field, that was that was really terrible. It's a tough life, huh, being raised on a farm like that, right? Right, because you had to get, I mean, we had fields and fields of cotton. That, that had to be pit cultivated, and you had to chop cotton up, get all the weeds out of the cotton. Do you know about cotton? Yes, ma'am. We actually, my mother, on my, um, Corey and I's mother, my grandmother had 15 kids, 15 kids. And my grandfather, John L., had a farm on the other side of Huntsville that um, him and his 15 kids had to cultivate. And they had cotton on the farm, too. Cotton and corn, that's a lot of work. Now, Willie David didn't have anybody else to work for him besides his kids? He didn't hire no sharecroppers, no extra hands or nothing no, on the farm? No, I guess he thought all of us was enough. We had eight kids. Wasn't it eight? I'm thinking the eight, eight of us, eight siblings was, was probably all he could handle. He didn't, he didn't get around too much. Okay. Did he work? I don't think so. Did he work another job besides working on the farm, or was the farm the only thing that he did? Farm was the only thing. He did, couldn't work another job because that farm took up everything. You had to cultivate all that farming, uh, just like sugar cane. You had to cut that cane and strip that cane and 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 hook it up to a a machine, and I had the horses, and the, the horses hooked up to that system, and it was grinding the cane, grinding those stalks of cane. Ain't he, that and, sounds like a whole lot of work. Oh, God, that was. That was terrible. That was a lot. I, it wasn't terrible, but it was a lot to look at. I could I handle it now. If I could go back and go over it again, I could know what to expect. I see. I I I knew you were feeling good because you know you look good. So if you can go back and and take care of that sugar cane, then you must be feeling good right now. Then (laughs) no, but 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 I bet nobody on that plane, nobody in Alabama didn't have sugar cane and and grind cane and make molasses. I guess we made molasses. Maybe we made syrup. Okay. I'm, I don't know what it was, either molasses or syrup. From the cane, you would make sugar cane, you would make syrup, I mm. guess. But it had to be hooked up to a big, he had a big machine and had you had to have all. Horses hooked up to that, mm-hmm. and the horses going around, and that cane, you grinding cane, and all that juice is running in a uh, in a container, I guess, and all that. Uh, I mean, we did cotton. You picked all that cotton, and you had all the cotton. You picking cotton, putting it in the in the wagon or something. And and you had to take that, you know. It was that's why you got your money. So you you all sold molasses. 
we sold we sold uh, all the stuff. We sold fruit. We sold bushels of fruit for fifty dollars. And we we had gobs of fruit, fruit and vegetables. That's how you made it. and you, your income came from, as you know, as you suspect. The income came from the cotton and corn. We raised corn too, and all that was had had horses to deal with and hey. people. We worked out out in the field. That's what we did. We worked. Well, speaking of working in the fields, ain't Hattie? I got something I want to ask you. I want to <laughs> I want to know about um, working in the field. No, I don't want to know about working in the fields. I want to know about um, about your daddy, Willie David, how he got that land, right? Because all you guys had all that land, and this is like the 1920s, ain't Hattie, when black families really didn't have that kind of thing, especially in Alabama. Do you well, know how I Willie guess, David came across that land? I think we, I think we, we came, I think he came, I was born in Alabama, but I think we are from Michigan. We wasn't out. He wasn't from Alabama. But he got that land in Alabama that you guys were farming on. Do you know how he acquired that land? Let me let me share something with you that I heard. Okay, okay. I heard I heard that Willie David worked on the railroad, and the money that he got working in the railroad, he was able to use some of that money to buy the land. Out I, in I, I never heard that. I don't think that's true at all. Okay. Working on the what in the world were they doing on the railroad? Okay. What, what did you hear? I actually heard that from uh from from my uncle James Eddy. James Eddy though is not telling the right thing. <laughs> my daddy didn't work on no railroad. So you don't so he you don't think he worked on a railroad before his kids were born? Then. No. Okay. I, I now I heard that we wasn't born. That he he came from Michigan. I heard that. Okay. And he bought that. I guess he bought the land from who? Yeah. Oh, what they are saying? He bought the land from working on the railroad. Yeah, the money he got to buy the he land. He wouldn't he have had that much money. I remember he was going to that bank. First, first National Bank on H. Huntsville. It's sitting there right now. And that's where you think he got the money to get the land? I don't know, but, but the people, all the people knew him from somewhere. That they would come, you know, all the people that got in trouble, they would come to him for him to go that barn. You know, didn't he have bonding? Bondsman, mm-hmm. people to go your bond. He would go. He would go. I know he would take his time out and spend money, whatever you had to do, and go. People would come up to the house, and he would go that bond. He would get them out of out of jail. Huh? He would, he would get them out of jail. Yeah, whatever you had to do, they, they would. Come in and ask him to go to that barn. 
They were looking for a bond, but you know, like you look for a bond one today, don't you look for a bond one or something? Yeah, to get but out of jail, he, right? He would, he would always go that bond. And I wondered for why, why were they coming up there asking a little old black man to go go that bond? But I guess he all he had money to go to bond. Okay. So, Aunt Hattie, we're going to move on to the next question. And the next question would be, who was the oldest relative that you remember growing up? Repeat that question again. What do you mean by oldest relative? Oldest sibling? Oldest oldest? relative, like your oldest, uh, maybe you you remember your your grandfather, maybe you remember, you know, a great uncle or something like that. Um, The oldest person growing up that you remember. I, I think I remember my mother's mother. Okay. But I remember when she passed away, my mother went to the funeral up at the same church that Ruthie goes to now. And and what was her name? Do you know? My mother's mother? Yes. I don't remember my mother's mother's name, but I know we didn't go to the funeral. How old was she? How old were you? When she died, uh, Aunt Hattie. Oh, I was really, I was really a child. You were a child, okay. Do you, you have any memories of spending time with your grandmother, at all? No, I didn't. I remember, I remember her coming there once, coming to visit, and that's how I remember. I remember she had a real fair skin. She was really. Well, than my mother. And I remember when my mother, when her mother passed away, that my mother was really, really, really sad. It really did. Really, she wasn't expecting her death, I think. That's all I remember about her. Okay. any other older people, I don't remember. I remember my dad's brothers. I know them. Mm-hmm. Arthur and Harry. Were they pretty? Uh, were they pretty close to Willie David? Well, they didn't live close. They lived. My uncle Arthur lived in some parts of Illinois, and I remember him walking up to the house. He would come. Seemed like he would just make it a point of coming when we have a big dinner or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he knew that, but <laughs> he would show up when we have was fixing dinner. We mother would have dinner fixed. He had. He that had. That was a, Arthur. He had a sixth sense about when dinner was being cooked, huh? Probably. <laughs> probably. Did you all have a telephone back then? Somebody might have told him exactly when we have big dinners. People would come all the time and eat because we had food. We had loads of food all the time. And people would come and eat during the week. I could see them coming and eating during the Sunday dinner. But they would come and people would eat and we had to wait and eat after them. I didn't, that was terrible. 
I didn't like that now, at all. What, was your daddy a, a preacher or something? Or? Uh-huh. He was a preacher? Oh, yeah. We went to church all the time. That's all we went. went. That's all for, where we went was church and Sunday school in the morning. We had to walk 10 miles to get to Sunday school. Wasn't that routine? We walked with that little church, that little building is still there. Wow. We we walked. If we didn't get to church, if it was bad weather, we had church at home. Okay. So, Aunt Hattie, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next question. And the next question is, what were Christmas and birthdays like growing up? My Christmas wasn't to, you know, compared to Christmas of today. You want me to talk about that? Yeah, just tell us what it was like for you as a child growing up having Christmas and birthdays. The Christmas was okay, but it was just a plain little Christmas. We didn't have a lot of we didn't have a lot of gifts and stuff. We had mostly if we had fruit, we had fruit and we had Christmas most what I could think of. We had big dinners, big dinners on Christmas. So a lot of good food, just not a whole lot right. of presents, right? Right. We like had sweets and all that kind of thing, fruits and. We didn't have too many sweets. We had, we had fruit. We had pies like cobblers, peach cobblers, because we had a lot of peach fruit. We had all kinds of fruit. We had all kinds of vegetables. We had we had vegetables. We had I don't even can't even think of the name of the vegetable that mother would fix. We had all kinds of vegetable dinners. What what would your family decorate? Did y'all decorate for Christmas or was it just Decorate. Yeah, we decorated <laughs> all right. <laughs> No, we didn't do much decoration. So my, no tree. My main thing was my food, but but the people would come and eat up the food, and we would have to wait. And when we waited, we didn't have much food left. Wow. <laughs> and they wouldn't help to clean up the kitchen. That's what I hated. <laughs> and ever since then, I had a dishwasher. I never could stand washing dishes after that. That is smart, Aid Hattie. <laughs> so uh, the food the food was your favorite part. Cleaning up is what you hated the most. The, well, the, the people would eat, and, 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 and you wouldn't have much left because they would eat it. We had a house full of people during the week coming to eat. Wow. Apparently, they didn't have food to eat. And your dad, being the preacher of the church, he felt compelled to take care of these families as well, huh? I guess so. I guess so. And when you, they would come and want vegetables out of the garden, you had to go out there and pick the food out of the garden. They wouldn't even go get the food out of the garden, and it was free. Now, did you guys get a Christmas tree? Did you do a Christmas tree? Or? We had Christmas tree. We had all kind of pretty trees. Okay. 
did you do the decorating the tree or no decorating on the tree? No, no, the tree, we didn't do too much decoration. The trees were just pretty with snow. Gotcha, okay. It snowed, it snowed when I grew up. Okay. And the trees were covered with white snow. Did you guys celebrate your birthdays or was it just like another day? It was probably just like we had what is, we didn't celebrate like celebrating now. We had, we celebrated. We didn't really celebrate a birthday like I had a birthday and celebrate. No, we didn't do that. We probably had some kind of food. Okay. Okay, no presents, but you probably had food or some good food that day or something. No, no presents. I really didn't know about presents back then. Okay. I didn't know about presents when I was that young. Speaking of being young, what was uh, school like for you as a child? It was okay, but when we walked to school, you know, we walked that whole, you know, Winchester Road? Yes, ma'am. We walked that whole street, that whole highway to school. Wow. So did you attend uh, grade, middle, and high school in the same place, or did you go, go to different schools? Uh, we, we went to a little school down below normal Alabama. We had this little school. That's why elementary school was down. You know, Ruthie, down there. Yes, down right next to Alabama A&M University. Well, it was normal, normal then. Well, we brought our Aunt Ruthie in to join the conversation. She has some insight to share as well with what Aunt Hattie is sharing, and uh, we just wanted to make sure that we got her input as well. But, uh, Aunt Hattie, um, you graduated from high school, right? Down at, was it council training? Council training. Council training. So where you graduated from school from? No, I went to high school in, in Nashville. Oh, you went to high school in Nashville? What you call high school, I went to, we went, uh, from here, we went from that little school I was, that we talking about. Council training. That little school. That little school wasn't council training, Ruthie. That little school for Eva Bell taught elementary. You say you knew her? Yes. Well, well uh, that that wasn't council. That was council training. That was just a one little schoolhouse. Right. It was one that went from first grade through twelfth grade. Uh-huh. That's the school that I attended, and I I believe that's the same school, but, you know, I could be wrong. But that's the school that most of my, most of my siblings attended as well. Well, see, you, you, were, you were after me. Right, but, um, but I think that school was there. I mean, it's been there a long time. And, um, so, and Hattie, it would have been in the, it would have been in the 30s. You would have been going to that school, right? Because you were born in 1925, so it might have been something called something different at that time. Yeah, but I think it's the same building, if I'm not mistaken. It probably was the same building, right? 
Um, uh-huh. I'm not absolutely sure, but, you okay. know. I, but then it, when I went, it went to, we, the, I, I would, I transferred from the, the ninth grade uh, only. If you're in ninth grade, you went up to Normal, Alabama. Normal put your T, I mean, Alabama A&M. That's why I went to the ninth grade. I think that school went through the ninth grade, uh, went through the twelfth grade, but I didn't go that through that. So you went out of Nashville, right? You went, you finished 11th and 12th grade out of Nashville, you think? Right, right. Okay. okay. Now, did you go to college, A.T., or did you go to a technical I, school? I went to a technical school okay. called a, a associate degree program, and then I went on to school. To university? Yeah, right. Okay. What university did you graduate from? I went to Meharry's Nursing School, Meharry Medical College. That's predominantly black, oriented. Okay. So I want to ask you something about um, how life was during those times, because you were raised during segregation, right? The heart of it. Yeah, was it was it tough being raised during those times you and having to deal what? with some it, of the things you had to deal with? It really didn't bother me that much because I didn't come in contact with a lot of this. I just know one time we were downtown at the at the counter, you know, crushing the Five and ten cents stores. Yes, ma'am. You know about that. That's the only time I had any any kind of encounter. Interaction with. We were sitting at the counter, and she wasn't gonna. She wasn't gonna serve me. I guess I didn't. I didn't know what what to do or what what she planned, but she was gonna just put my stuff on the counter and wasn't going to put it in a plate. And I just pushed it all off on the floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just pushed it off on the floor. She, she, I think that started because she didn't think I could, I would do that. Because otherwise she wouldn't have put my food on the table, just put it on the table so- and not put it in. On a plate for you, huh? Right. But I had some times when I was riding the bus from Nashville to Huntsville. I, I, I ate some food and I had to go to the bathroom. And then the lady was standing in the door of the toilet. We were going through, uh, what's it? Uh, 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 that little town you go to from Huntsville to the on the regular street. What's it? Ardmore? No, the Fedville? No. Before you got to Fedville. That's all right, Auntie. What actually well, happened? Well, anyway, she said you can't go. It was so fly, it was so nasty. I didn't want to go, but I had to go in there. She said, uh, you can't go in there. I said, you know what? If you don't get out of my way, what I was going to do to her? Oh, Honey, she got out of my way fast. 
<laughs> she told me I couldn't go use the bathroom now, and I had to go because I, I had to bust the stop so I could get off. I don't know what they wanted me to do. So ain't Hattie. That, that was the, those were the worst times later on. In the 60s was worse than in the 30s or 40s. So in the 60s is when um, integration started to happen. But the one thing I did want to touch on with you, Aunt Hattie, is there were a lot more black businesses at that time. And there was a community of different businesses that you guys could go to to take care of whatever you needed to take care of, right? Repeat that again. I said there, well, were, there were a lot of, were there black businesses? Instead of you guys having to, you know, go uh, purchase whatever you needed from the white community, you guys actually had your own community of things, of businesses that you could buy your stuff from, right? Or you had you had rest, black well, restaurants you could have go to. to and, we didn't, let me say this. We didn't have to buy too much. We didn't have to buy too much because we already had everything. So you basically were raising your food and and and, and um, doing everything on your own. So you really didn't need to go out and get anything outside of what you right, were, right, were raising. right. That's right. Self sustaining. So, Aunt Hattie, you talked about going to the technical college, getting uh, your nursing degree. But, but, you know, when I was going down to the loose school, the Eva Bell came in our room. I was in my third grade, and she said, I won't keep my teacher to let me be excused to come to her room. Because uh, she wanted me to work on a problem for some sixth graders didn't know how to fix. I was really good in math and then do that math. I was a third grader now, second or third grade. And I went in that room and worked that problem for the sixth and seventh graders. Wow, that's fantastic. Huh? That's fantastic. So I ain't had any. I'm going to ask you about your first job and, and what it was like working there. My first job? Your first my job. My first real job? Yes, ma'am. Like, I don't even know what my first job was. My first job was in, real job was in Nashville. And what was it? It was working for these lawyers. And, uh, and, and uh, now that was a big job, too. Cause I got my, I, that's why I started making money at that, at that, at that lawyer's office. Cause I could, I was working at a huge restaurant, and I got big tips like twenty dollar tips back then. Wow. And thirty dollar tips. That's why I started making money. You mentioned something about. Um Caring for, like, a nanny? Or oh, where? yeah, I told you about that. Okay. About the nanny in Canada. So That was you, in Canada? They we went from Michigan to Canada. Oh. And yeah, he, they were, I was telling you about that. That was a big, that was a, the, those people's contact got in touch with me years later. They were colonels. He was a colonel in the Army 
in the military. But they were really young. They were too young to be running around with two kids and left those kids with me, and I didn't know nothing about no kids then. (laughs) Nothing. I I thought, oh, God, if something happened to these kids, what am I going to do? You know, anything, I knew anything can happen to kids. They can get sick. But they just went off, went to some kind of party or something. But then they moved to Canada, and I went with them to Canada. Now, was this a black family or a white family? No, this was a white family. Now, what was Canada like for you when you went out there? Did you like being in Canada? You were in Ontario, Canada, if I remember yeah, but you know, I don't know exactly much about it, but I know I liked it. Okay. About how old were the kids that you had? You said it was two of them? Hey, just that little boy and a little girl. They Roughly about what? About two and something. Oh, wow. They were too young to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I, and I thought, this. This is a colonel, and he is too young to be a colonel, too. Because I thought colonels were older people. Now, Aunt Hattie, I I got one more question I want to ask you, and um, I think this is important for the rest of the family to know so that the generations that come up after you will know more about you and know how to handle themselves in tough situations. The question that I want to ask you, A.T., is what is the biggest obstacle that you are most proud to have overcome, and how did you overcome it? What's the biggest obstacle that you overcame, and how did you overcome it? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Take your time, A.T. Take your time. Ain't no rush. Now, while you're thinking about it, I'm going to share some information with you that I heard that I thought was really amazing about the Jordan family. As tough as Willie David seems to have been, as tough as a life that you, Frank, Zima, and all of the other uh, siblings that you had lived through, it seems like your family, your sisters and your brothers had a really strong work ethic. The fact that you went on to be a nurse and lived a really full life and had a great career Your sister Zima apparently went on and got her doctorate degree and was working in a college or high school for a very long time. Uh, Your brother Frank was able to continue to work his farm and take care of his kids and, you know, work two to three jobs to make sure that the family was taken care of. It seems like Willie David instilled hard, a hard work ethic in you guys, even as tough as he was and as, as much as, um, you know, some of the, the faults that he may have had. The one thing that I noticed is his kids went on to do good things. You know, y'all had a great work ethic as far as I can tell. I could say that. I could say that and we did. I I I don't know about how uh But I'm trying to figure out if I was, if I had such a, if I was enjoying. I know my dad was really hard on us. He 
He was really hard. I guess you call that hard. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. I don't know whether that's hard or not. I guess that's how parents back then were like. Yes, ma'am. They were different from parents of today. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we are. We all. We we worked hard, and that that was about it. We didn't. Wasn't no fighting of can on. We didn't have no drugs, no liquor, no 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 drinking in that house. Yes, ma'am. We didn't. I never saw anybody drink anything alcoholic. I know we didn't. I don't know whether that was considered good or what, but uh. As far as me, I was okay, but I didn't. I didn't bother people. I I was just a little person. I mean, I can remember when I was like five years old. I was just a plain person. I didn't. I didn't get into no squabbles or nothing with my brothers or sisters or anything. But they would all be talking and jabbing and carrying on. I didn't do that. I mean, I know I was different from them in how they were acting. I was different in action than my brothers and sisters. Except I was telling you about my brother, Willa Howard. Now he was a, he could he would do stuff, uh, but he was kind of funny with his sneaky like. And I was wondering, what in the world are you doing? Go do next. So he was always getting in trouble, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And they played football at, at normal a and But they didn't have the football helmets and suits on. They just played in the regular clothes. Was that right? Huh? They just probably, they, they probably didn't play tackle. Maybe it was just like, kind of like touch football where they wouldn't get hurt. Because if they had played, they would have messed up the clothes, right? <laughs> yeah, and they would have Let me ask you this, Aunt Ruthie. Aunt Hattie is saying normal A&M. Is that the That's name of what, Alabama A&M? It's, it's normal Alabama, and I just found out in a couple That's of weeks. That's what it was. The normal came from just being normal. That's what I was told just the other day. That's how normal got their name. We were there a couple of weeks ago with Keenan on a football visit, and they were, you know, doing the tour, and the the school was named Normal. The area was not named Normal Alabama because it was just normal. That's what I was told. Well, we're not talking about Alabama A&M. This is something completely different, right? This is another city. This is another. No, school. no, 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 no. Okay. Normal Alabama is and Alabama A&M. That's it is Alabama A&M, right? That's yeah, normal, normal Alabama. Alabama is not is Alabama A&M. Yeah, that's if you look on the address for Alabama A&M, it says Normal Alabama. 
Did not know that. It's not yeah. Huntsville, huh? No. Doesn't say it Huntsville. says normal Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for sharing that, Aunt Hattie. I did not know that um, Alabama. But I didn't know where the normal came from prior to just recently. I mean, I knew it had the normal Alabama, and this is what we were told on the tour guide. Okay. So, Aunt Hattie, did you think about what's the biggest obstacle that you've overcome? Yeah, I have. I didn't have too many obstacles because I was just a plain little old gal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take that, AT. We'll take that. We'll take that. We got one last question we're going to ask you, and then we go call uh, it a day, AT. Uh, Aunt Hattie, what would you say is the biggest difference between you of today and you, say, 40 years ago? That's the difference in last night and day. I mean, it's a different world today than it was when I, when you, and when I was growing up. It's altogether different. I'm, I'm a different person. You know, I'm a different person, different, different time, different age. This is a different world, don't you think? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. This is a totally a different world. I, if I could go back, I could do better. I think I could understand things better. If I could go back and come again, I, I could do, I would do what I've come through. I would do, I could understand it better. Okay. I could understand life. I didn't know life. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do when I was growing up. Cause you left home so early at a young age, probably, and you had to uh, find your way through everything because yeah, you were so to. young. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't have nothing. No money. No nothing. I just had to start from scratch, from nothing. So I think I asked you this once before. Uh, how did you get to Nashville? I mean, did you just did you know someone there, or did you just? Yeah, my my uncle Uncle Jeff Job and Estelle Job they were there, and my son-in-law for what who took me there. So did you live with them for a period of time? Uh, no, I just found my own way. But you didn't have any money when you went, right? But I, I did stay with Aunt Margaret. Okay. That well, a day or so. But I, I, I found, I soon found something. Yeah. Well, back then, I'm sure housing and whatever wasn't very expensive, so. But you know. it was more expensive than what I had. Right, but yeah. Okay. Who was who was Aunt Margaret? Was that um, Willie David's sister, or was that? That uh, was Aunt, my 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 mother's. Hattie, that that's Mama Hattie's sister. Uh, my mother Hattie's brother's wife. Okay. Okay. Well, Aunt Hattie, we got Jeff one. Joe. Huh. We got one last question, and then we're going to call it today. You've given us such wonderful, rich information, Aunt Hattie. We really love that you took the time to share this information with us. 
And we want to end with one last question, and we're just going to let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. That question, Ain't Hattie, is, if there's one thing that you want people to remember about you, what would you want that to be? I want them to know that I am a... I want them to know that how I'm living now, I'm having a rough time, but I'm just praising God that I am... I am okay. That's what I want people to know. That if I feel, if I'm doing, if I do, if I happen to make a mistake with things that is not right, I'm not doing it because I think this is what I should do. Because I thank God I'm here. I thank God that I'm, uh, that he is taking care of me. Yes, ma'am. And I can ask him for things and they come to pass. He listens to me. That's what I want people to know, that I am here. I am, I am God's sent. God is with me. I, that's what I want you all to know, Corey and Kiki, that just pray for me. I want you all to just think about me from time to time. We will, ain't Hattie, and let me tell you. Absolutely. Like I said, you will never be forgotten. Um, You've really shared some rich information with us today that the future generations of the Jordan family is going to be able to listen to and appreciate. But most of all, we just want you to know that we really do love you. We really do appreciate the journey that you've had throughout your life to get to where you are today. Like I said, I really meant the fact that the Jordan family, the siblings and children of Willie David, really were achievers. You know, you were hard workers. Yeah, we came a long ways. Yes, ma'am. Well, I want to thank you all for listening in today. This was an episode with our auntie, Miss Hattie Jordan, Miss Hattie Sue Jordan. And we really appreciate her taking the time to talk to us. You all take care and listen in for the next episode. Bye-bye now.